Hello everyone, today we're going to go through an interesting company that owns drive-through zoos. So how did I learn about a company that does drive-through zoos? Well, I can't really take so much credit for this company because I absolutely copied the idea from my favorite, from one of my favorite investors, uh, Focus Compounding. So what happened was, um, just to show you a video of, of what the part of what the uh, drive-through zoo looks like. I mean, you can see people love it. Thirty-three thousand views, one hundred seventy-four thousand views, two point nine thousand uh, views, and yeah, I can just play some stuff. But uh, yeah, you'll see like fun clips, good times, seeing giraffes. Um, I <laughs> what are those? I think those are antelope. Um, you know, you see pigs and. It's, it's 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 a fun thing it's a fun place fun thing to own um and you can tell people love it so um yeah how i found out about it well uh focus compounding they had a video about entertainment stocks during um covid like right in march and i figured then like these these amusement park stocks were getting hit massively and once they released this video, I thought I I had to find something uh, that you know what seemed like the best investment that got incredibly depressed. And l luckily, I kept doing more research on things that Focus Compounding talked about, and they have uh, old videos about them analyzing Parks America. It, they're really good. Uh, they talk about why they're a durable business and what makes their business successful so i definitely recommend that but they had two of them um and and they were just fantastic videos and i kept looking it up more and focus compounding only has you know one listing on the sec's uh website which is when they bought a huge stake in parks america they bought 17 percent of parks america um, so they, this is the biggest stake ownership I believe they have of any company, at least they don't have any SEC filings besides this. And the letter is really good just to highlight some quotes. Uh, you know, they, they said that they thought Parks America is a good investment and 17% is just as much as they could possibly buy. So they, <laughs> they, they would have bought more if they could have, but that was the best they could do with certain uh you know shareholders who are willing to sell they bought it i believe around 26 cents um today it is at 40 cents but we'll, we'll get more into like the financials and stuff but either way i mean they sounded incredibly bullish on it uh jeff and i were obviously blown away by the walkthrough portion of that park so he's talking about there they just made an acquisition in uh, this park in Texas, Aggieland, and him and Jeff actually visited the parks and they yeah, absolutely loved it. Um, they said about the new park, it's honestly the nicest newest zoo section of any of the half dozen or so animal safaris we've seen in our travels around the country. Other than the Aggieland purchase, all my partner and I know for sure is what we saw with our eyes in Pine Mountain. You have a beautiful park in a beautiful location. So, yeah, I think they did extensive research. Um, they're definitely really smart, and I, I, 
I trust them with uh, what they're saying about the quality of it. So now let's jump in to the financials of the business. Uh, we'll go to QuickFS. So let's put it in thousands. You can see they usually have um, pretty good growth. The past two years were okay. Um, their, gr their gross margins are really high. Uh, pretty much 90%. That's, um, that's amazing. Operating profit um, is around, yeah, usually in the mid or higher 20s range. And so, yeah, they, um, they have a market cap currently of 27 million. And just to show you their cash flow, it's usually, you know, in the millions, 1.3 million. So currently I think you're getting uh, 1.3 over 27. I think it's going to be like a 4%. You're getting, you're getting like a 5% yield for this, for this business based on the past cash flow. But I think that as we'll go through is, is inaccurate because they made a great acquisition and we'll see that they actually have done fantastically this year. So, um, also just to talk a little bit more about what made them unique for, for COVID. I mean, they got hit just like all the other amusement parks, but it, it is a drive through zoo. It's not, you know, you're in your own car, uh, it's pretty separated. It's not like a crowded amusement park. So it seems like a pretty good type of entertainment, uh, even with COVID. So yeah, like I said, they had high, they, they have, you know, pretty good returns on investment, on invested capital. Um, even in these later years is just way better. Um, so let's get into their acquisition. I'll go to, Shoot, I don't think I had it up, but um, it's pretty easy to find. We'll go to Parks America over the counter. And we will see that. Let's go to the filings. We'll see in their recent, um, their most recent quarter, just how uh, well this acquisition was. And so. Let's look at the balance sheet here for 2019. You can see they had 4 million in cash and they had um, only like 2 million in, in liabilities. So yeah, they, they were incredibly safe. Then they made an acquisition and now they have, you know, four, they have 4 million in cash still. They have um, around 8 million in debt. So they definitely levered up quite a bit. But it, it's still, you know, to what their total current liabilities is, they're very safe currently. Uh, long term, hopefully they'll, you know, build up some cash and become safer, but it's still not that much of a risk. And let's, let's, let's dive in a little bit more about the acquisition. Let me, might have to command F. Okay, here we go. So for the acquisition, you know, since they've acquired it, or not since they have quite ordered it, but for 2020, they did 5.6 million in sales. The net income is 804,000. Uh, generally, at least when I've seen the history of Parks America, 16% of the total year's revenue comes from the 
last quarter. So uh, you can put like, let me think about this. Or sorry, um, yeah, 16%. Another 16% of the nine months revenue comes from the last quarter. So you can assume that, um, yeah, we get 16% growth in revenue and net income. I think that's a safe assumption. So, um, you know, 803,000 times 1.16 is 900, uh, around 900,000 is what they'll probably do in net income for the year at, at uh, this new Texas Park Aggieland. So they acquired it for, um, where does it, do they say their acquisition price? Wait one second. They acquired it for 7 million. It's gonna bring in um, 900,000. So it's almost like a million, you know, over 7 million. That's way higher than a 10% yield. So that seems like a good acquisition to me. So I think that that'll be super helpful. Um, I think that most of the operating income goes to cash. So, you know, that's like 900,000 in extra cash flow a year that they weren't doing last year. So um, again, we can kind of add 900,000 to this number. So, I mean, 900, yeah, 900,000. Um, so 2.2 million there, I think, or yeah, so let's just say 2020 is 900,000 and then let's go to, um, so like I said, it, you know, currently it's trading at around a 5% yield. Um, if, if Aggieland does 900,000 this year, we can see that, um, for the cash flow in Q3. Let me get their cash flow. Their cash flow in Q, uh, Q3. Where is it? Sorry. There we go. Their cash flow in Q3, besides for, you know, there wasn't this acquisition, is around 1.4 million. Um, again, like we said, the 16% thing for the next quarter. So. 1.4 times 1.16 is uh, one point, so around 1.6 million plus that 900,000. I can expect them to do, um, let's see, why did I? Okay, so I was, <laughs> this ignore this math, I, I, was, uh, I was doing it wrong when I wrote it. But 1.4, uh, so around 2.5 million is actually the correct one. So 2, 2.5. Um, and then that, that would put Parks America at currently the 27 million market cap. So it's, it's nearly a 10% yield. Um, it's a little bit less. And like we were saying, um, it was at 5%. So, okay, there were the links. Um, yeah, so you can see also that, 
you know, Q3 was just, it was just, re it was really good for them. Net sales are up way more. Obviously, so they only got two months benefit of Aggieland because uh, it, it really started in May. So there's that. They, they get that benefit a bit. Um, I think they go through each of the parks, but yeah, let's go. Let's go through each of the parks. That's probably more important. Okay. So here we go. Georgia, you can see it, it, it grew fantastically. Um, for the year, we're up 300,000 in revenue, so ten, almost 10%. Uh, I think it's a mix of attendance growth and ticket prices. The Missouri Park also is up a great amount, 130. Um, that's way more than 10%, so Missouri's doing fantastic. And uh, Texas just started, so there is there is uh, no big increase there. But yeah, they so I I think the reason they did so well was because ag um the the Georgia Park is only I'll show you guys where it is, but it's it's uh it's in Pine Mountain, and it's only an hour away from Atlanta, and so I think. You know, Airbnb was talking about they had a phenomenon where people weren't traveling to cities as much, but they were traveling to places nearby where they live. So um, they saw the most Airbnb bookings for just places nearby. So people aren't traveling on plan, but this is the perfect drive, you know, type vacation if you're in Atlanta, bored, quarantine in your house. The drive-through zoo is probably a great thing to go through. Andrew at Focus Compound, he talked about how uh, Callaway Gardens is really the big source of traffic for Pine Mountain because Pine Mountain, Georgia only has uh, 2,000 people and Callaway has 150,000 visitors a year. So, you know, the, it, this hotel is just um, a big tourist attraction. I think for a lot of people in Atlanta and um, a lot of people all over the world, I guess people come here to see how beautiful the gardens are. So uh, the, the number one thing they say to do um, on, you know, if you go, if you Google, let's, let's Google number one thing to do in Pine Mountain, Georgia, you will see that the wild animal safari is the top thing to do. Uh, which is which is awesome. So, yeah, they they absolutely crushed it in Q three. Then for their and 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 that was important, um, especially for Missouri, which historically is the one they lose money on. So a lot of their fine financials before uh, Missouri always hurt them. I mean, look, you can see that the income was a loss. Even up till now, it's 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 technically losing money, um, one hundred ninety thousand. But for this last quarter, they made one hundred twenty three thousand. So it's going to be interesting to see when they, you know, they should have the ten uh, k out soon to see how much, they, you know, if if Missouri actually was profitable this year, we will we will see. Um, probably not. It's it's probably still. 
it needs to, you know, get past 190,000 in the quarter, which is unlikely, but hopefully. Um, but I'll, I'll show you that in the 10K as well. So in the 10K, if we go to the Missouri, yeah, you can see in 2019, I mean, it just, it, it really hurt the numbers. And uh, the, the reason for that is Missouri is just not as, the Missouri Park's just not as close to any massive attractions. But uh, if they can, you know, achieve the revenue growth like they did this uh, this quarter, where was it? Yeah, if they can achieve that revenue growth, a hundred and twenty thousand, um, or a hundred and ten, which is almost like twenty percent growth, uh, then it will be good. Who knows if if you know this was just a one-time thing? But um, hopefully, hopefully that happens. Um, so yeah, then you know, I I, I think it's a really it's a really great business they there's it's unlikely any competitors jump up nearby in the area and somehow get the approvals to open up a competing uh drive through zoo and so I, I think they're in a really good position the management team is super experienced uh you have dale who's uh the chairman and ceo he's been uh he's, he's done you know this kind of industry um he's, he's been in for 26 years and he's grown it from 1 million revenue to over 53 million 53 times so he's been ceo of other theme parks and he's just very experienced and all these guys are all, all the people on the directors uh, di uh, all the people on the board generally have um some experience with uh the safari business so, you know, the fact that it's, it's a, it's a 10% yield, um, currently, and I, I think they just continually grow their revenues and, um, maybe they can keep making acquisitions like this and kind of become the six flags of, of, uh, drive-through zoos. I think this company could grow massively. Um, I think it should trade more at like a 5% yield so that's that's double from this price at 41 cents i got in at a great time uh i mean i have to disclose that i'm long the stock i got in at 16 cents um is my cost per share it's at 41 cents today so i i think it could go to 80 cents um you know based on its uh next year's numbers and I think if they keep making great acquisitions like the Texas one and keep executing on increased ticket prices and increased attendance, I think this company could be a, a big grower. And, um, you know, someone like Focus Compounding in it, I think they know what they're doing. You can you can follow when they uh, if they ever sell. But um, clearly it's a great business. And I hope you like that idea. Today is Sunday. I hope you had a great weekend and I hope you have a great week.